Hey, what's up? What up? What are you doing right now? Driving. Perfect. You want to do a podcast episode right now? Sure. All right. Uh, I just figured since we weren't able to get together during the rest of the week, might as well do it right now. Yeah, all right. When are we starting? Uh, right now. It's already going. It's recording. Oh, oh is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome to a very special episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I'm Brandon. Uh, Brandon, where are you? I'm uh, currently sitting in some traffic on my way to scenic Malibu, California. Where are you? I am uh, not in traffic, but also in transit. I'm headed to uh, San Diego, California. Uh, what, are you, what are you going to Malibu? Or did you say Malibu? Where are you, where are you going to Malibu? Yeah, Malibu. Uh, there's a wedding there that I'm uh, playing in the band for. Okay, right on. I'm also going to a wedding. I'm going to DJ the wedding in San Diego. Uh, you got uh, you got Old Town Road queued up. I got Old Town. I got Old Town Road. Actually, you know what's funny about that is, so uh, the wedding that I'm doing t- today is for a, a gentleman who's in the military. Um, so that uh-huh. lets you know a little bit a little bit about his personality. He's like kind of rigid, uh, and is very specific on like what he wants and doesn't want. Right. So. Right. He requested. <laughs> uh, the only two like things he said he didn't want to hear throughout the night is rap songs and country music, <laughs> which, which so. effectively eliminates uh, country road or uh, old town road right off the bat. <laughs> You're like, got it. So if there's one song you don't want to hear, it's old town road. That's hilarious. What if I played it on accident and he's like, and I'm like, you know what? Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, no. I, before this song, I hated both these genres of music. But it wasn't until I heard them come together. <laughs> it's like no. peanut butter and jelly. Exactly. Jelly by itself is not great. But when it comes together with peanut butter, it's good, dude. Um, but yeah, That's hilarious. I won't be able to play Old Town Road tonight, but, you know, uh, I will be playing it every day, nonstop, for the rest of the summer because I'm 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 one of the uh, one of the many who has been uh, enveloped in its arms and have really embraced it. Do you like the song? Well, I was just going to ask you. Uh, do you like the song? I, I love the song. Really? Like like not ironically? You? No, not you ironically. I think genuinely I, love it. I think it's a good song. I think the beat is good. I think. What he's doing is unique. I think, uh, yeah, it's like, it's kind of like, uh, I kind of put it in the category with like Will Smith raps. Like, like. Uh, Little what? Like, no, I said I, I probably put it in the category with Will Smith raps. Oh, Will Smith. You know, it, it's yeah. like, Get With It is, is a great song. Like, it's just an undeniable hit song, you know? Yeah. Even though it's corny and even though like, you can't make a million getting jiggy with it. Like, that song's great. And I think I feel the same way about uh, Old Town Road. He's going to really need to... And you know what's funny is he's not the first, like... He's not the first one to pioneer this. I mean, Post Malone has been doing this for three years now. Post what? Post Malone. Oh, Post Malone. Oh. Sorry, I think I need to add more minutes to my Boost mobile phone. <laughs> They're, they're uh, doing warning cutouts. Like, hey, you got two more minutes, man. <laughs> uh, do you uh, do you like Post Malone's music? Um, I've never really listened to Post Malone, other than uh, the song from the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah, my favorite song. Yeah, Sunflower. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that song is other- not a. Uh, it's not a. That's not a typical of what most Post Malone songs sound like. But uh, what most most Malone is? Most Malone songs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, no, Post Malone has kind of been doing this, like, weird genre bending between, like, country, like, kind of Americana stuff and then, like, also trap music. 
and not really trap. It's not really trap music, but it's like rap with like trap drums. Because trap music, to be called trap music, typically has to be talking about the trap, and Post Malone doesn't talk about that. Nah. Wait, what is are the you, trap? Are you familiar? You're not familiar with what the trap is. No. What is the trap? The trap is. Um, so originally, the term trap is is a verb and it's also a noun. So. If the verb form is to trap, which means to, originally it means to sell drugs, basically, right? Okay. That's what to trap means. Um, but since the word has been adopted by hip-hop culture, it's kind of been broadened out to mean, like, to do whatever it is, like, to hustle, basically. To do whatever it is you do to make oh, okay. money, right? Yeah. But trap as a noun is the location and or a market in which you do that. So, like, if I if I, if I I sell drugs out of, out of a house, that house is called the trap house. If I sell drugs, oh, okay. you know, that, that, that type of thing. So, trap music was created um, in, in Atlanta. Uh, usually, T.I. is credited with, like, sort of popularizing the trap movement, but there are already artists okay. like Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane is considered, like, the godfather trap. And there's that the whole, like, East Atlanta scene and stuff like that, like, but anyway, you you didn't want a hip hop history lesson, but no, I did. Happened. This is fascinating. But um, but but trap music is associated with uh, you know, a certain type of instrumentation. A lot of eight oh eight drums, like you know, played at, like halftime grooves, like, and so that's those have been referred to as trap drums. So a lot of like rap is trap drums now. So like a lot of people call modern rap music trap music but it's not technically trap music unless it's like talking about the trap you know the trap beat but uh content wise it's not trap right exactly exactly gotcha um but anyway, okay so would you call old town road a trap song i i would i think you could technically call old town road Trap country. Uh, you just cut out. Say that again. Put, put more quarters in the payphone. Sorry. Yeah, I need to call one eight hundred dial ATP. Um. Uh. Uh. What was I gonna say? Yeah. Uh. I would call what he's what he's doing trap country because what he's talking about is like. I think the song's kind of brilliant in that a lot of what he's doing is a lot of double entendre, where he's talking about things that like. Sounds like he's talking about his life on the west, like on the on the range, but they're also double entendres for like hood fly stuff. Like, like when he says, "I got the horses in the back," I mean, what he's referring to is horsepower in the back of, in, you know, where the engine is in the back in his car, uh, uh, and things like that. So, like, he's it's kind of genius, actually. He's like not only is he genre bending, but he's also like doing pretty cool metaphors and stuff like that. But I think it's cool. I would call it Trap Country. Now, it depends on what his follow-up single is. We'll see. Right. Do you think uh, Nas I, is upset? Well, Nas, no, I don't think so. No, I, I mean, do you think, think, like, big big Nas? Do you think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think... I don't think big Nas knows who Lil Nas is at all. Well, I bet he does today. He woke up this morning and was like, what? Yeah. He's like, apparently I have a hit song in the country chart. <laughs> I don't remember doing that, but okay. Uh, if we can pause for a second, I just passed a, a guy on the, the freeway, and he's driving uh -huh. his car with drumsticks in his hand, and he's playing on his steering wheel. All right. Keeping it safe out there. Nice. I hope he gets into a car accident and... He hits the other car right on the downbeat. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, he's going through his Michael Jackson playlist, and he gets to rock with you. It's like, crash, dead. Exactly. No, I don't wish death on anyone, man. Yeah, good point. So what what you what you do this week? Uh, what did I do this week? Hang on. Let me look at my notes. Uh, you know, if you laid off oh. the weed, you'd have a better memory. Okay, I got two things. 
One, I'm on my way to a wedding gig right now, but last week's wedding gig, you would appreciate this. Okay. Uh, so, are you familiar with the Skrillex song, Cinema? No. Uh, Alright. Well, it's like a classic, classic Skrillex, classic dubstep song. Okay. And, uh, it, like all dubstep, it gets like, violently insane on the drop. So, uh, they wanted that for first dance, but what they did for their first dance is the band played like the beginning part and it was all like soft and mellow and sweet. And like we did like an acoustic kind of version of it. Uh huh. Drop comes in. I cued it, uh, from my DJ controller. So it segued directly into it. So it went from this, like, really sweet, like, if you were to YouTube, like, acoustic cover of this Skrillex song, it's that. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's, like, fighting, and uh, it, it was wild. And they were super into it. That's cool. Uh, but I forgot about Dubstep, and I forgot that, like... <laughs> Listening to that song, I was like, man, the world kind of went crazy for a few years. Like, we were all just listening to this. Yeah, like, everyone never, was on board. I never understood dubstep and, and the scene. It was kind of weird. Um, yeah, it was, I don't know, it was weird. I never understood that style of music. Yeah, like, it, I guess, uh, like, listening. I, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go. You go. No, no, you go. No, no, you go. No, you go. It's not good. Uh, uh, all I was going to say was, uh, like, I get it. You know, like, I get dance music. Like, I get all of that. But I I, just, I don't understand the, the, the appeal to dubstep. Like, I really don't. It just sounds like trans. Like, it sounds like Transformers. Like, it sounds like a car accident. Probably came into popularity at the same time as the Transformers movies. That's true. I need to... Let, let's, let's stop railing against uh, uh, dubstep. This is quickly becoming a really hacky, like, middle-aged comedian say that, bit. Say that again? I said, let's stop railing against dubstep. This is quickly turning into a hacky, middle-aged comedian bit. <laughs> yeah, kids these days, they just don't know what good music is. Yeah, we're... We're, we're slipping into a, a hacky uh, Bill Burr bit right now. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so, so that was I, that was the wedding last week. What did you do? Well, first and foremost, uh, to get the, the heavy stuff out of the way, uh, I this week I spent a lot of this week mourning the uh, the death of Nipsey Hussle, which yeah was crazy and out of nowhere and was like a, a, a real punch to the stomach. Um, Nipsey Hussle was like the last person I would have thought I would have heard that news about in terms of like famous rappers. He just yeah. seemed like the guy to have to keep his head down and invest in businesses and, and kind of invest in like empower his community. And, you know, he's just, he was the last person I would have thought I would have heard that about. So it was, it was crazy. It was tragic. It was really sad. Um, I I I haven't cried over a rapper's death before. Um, I was too young for Biggie and Tupac, and yeah. uh, I really got teary for this one, man. Like it, it it hit me in a way that like I didn't really expect it to. Um, yeah. And we've lost our you know a fair share of rappers over the last couple of years, but this one was just, it was different, man. Like this, I think Nipsey stood for something different, so it was it was a little harder on me than the other one, but. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Dang. But yeah. But my week turned around uh, slightly because uh, Colton Dunn gave me a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, you and I. Uh, went so I'm familiar with the story, but for the yeah. sake of the podcast, I'll pretend like I don't know. Wait, how did that happen? So it's crazy. So you and I, <laughs> we went to uh, 
we 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 fancy ourselves uh, fans of the UCB. Yeah, Brentford is uh-huh. Brentford is Gate Theater. So we were yep. at, the, at the LA Theater on Franklin watching. Uh, we were going for Michael Knight, and uh, we we're watching a show there. And Colton Dunn of uh, Superstore and a very funny comedian and improviser and all of that good stuff. Uh, he was the host of uh, the host uh, of the show, um, one of the hosts of the show, and he was there to plug a show that he was doing at UCB that weekend. Uh, and it's a date and time that I will never forget. Um, it was that Friday at 9 p.m. And he, you know, they're doing bits and stuff like that, and, and they're really driving home the date and time of the of the show. And so, like their last time addressing the crowd, he goes. I will give $100 to whoever can tell me when our show is. <laughs> and I happened to say Friday at 9 p.m. And, yeah, and I said it first. And he didn't give me the money. I had to track him outside to, you know, an alleyway behind the theater and, and kind of <laughs> cost him for the money. But, you know, I ended up getting my $100 and, you know, one of his shoes. And it was a good night. <laughs> You're like, hey, man, what the hell? You said you were going to give me 100 bucks. He's like, no, man, it's comedy. I was doing a bit. <laughs> no, uh, no. Well, lighten up, dude. <laughs> no, Colton Dunn came and found me in the theater as soon as the show was over and then loaded me $100. Uh, and it was really nice and classy of him. And uh, unfortunately, I was not able to attend the show he was plugging uh, because I was wow. Yeah, unfortunately. You should have taken off uh, work with that $100, man. He. He just paid for that. He just retired on that hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it was great. I'm sure the show was amazing. Colton Dunn's really funny. Uh, yeah, it was good. But yeah, so that turned my week around. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I had a, a actually a strikingly similar experience, um, but in a in a total opposite way. Um, basically, I went to a, a show you, you um, with Colton a friend of mine. Hundred dollars. Well, no. Uh, what happened was I went to a show with my friend, and uh, we were sitting there, and the guy was like, yeah, I'll give $100 to anyone who says, you know, the first person to tell me the, the date and time. And I said Friday at 9, um, right after uh, my friend said it, and I lost $100. Uh, I was that close, and I didn't get it. So, uh, honestly, uh, things have been pretty rough for me, so that $100 would have turned a lot of things around for me. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll scrape together some money. I'll look through the couch cushions or something. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So you're, so you're just still carrying the weight of Nipsey Hussle then. <laughs> gotcha. No, I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. Uh, did you see the Joker trailer? Oh yes, I what did. Uh, what was your reaction? What was your reaction? What was one word that encapsulates your reaction? One word. Uh, dark. Okay. Like it, uh, and I'm I'm all for it. Uh, it feels much more like The Dark Knight, which is DC's best movies, uh, and like a, a very serious take on it. Uh, and then also I was like, man, the Joker is traditionally like a, well, before Heath Ledger, like traditionally like just a, a wacky character who, who dresses up and like loves making mayhem and whatever. But right. this guy, that's like, they humanized him. Right. And they're like, yeah, he's a guy that like has had a really rough life. And then you kind of, it looks like we're going to see his like, uh, de-evolution into uh, being a criminal maniac. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for it. <laughs> to what be fair, though, to be fair, though, every movie that Joaquin Phoenix stars in is basically <laughs> like it's basically this movie. Every movie that Joaquin Phoenix has starred in, I've been like, you know what? This would make a great Joker prequel. You know? <laughs> you think that's what they're doing? Because <laughs> every every, uh, walking, every walking Phoenix movie is like we're watching a normal guy 
who has had a real hard life descend into bad business. Ah, man. Wait, you just cut out. Say that again. Dude, this is terrible for comedic timing. Every Joaquin Phoenix movie is what? Um, every Joaquin... You know, it's fine that the, it's cutting out. We can blame our, our jokes that don't land on the bad timing <laughs> of the phone. Um, <laughs> no, every Joaquin Phoenix movie is like a normal guy who's had a real hard life who descends into madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, like... I think you're right. Her could be a prequel to For sure. I think her is a, is a prequel to Batman Beyond. You know, Batman Beyond, where it's like in the future. Right. <laughs> Did you watch that cartoon as a kid? Oh, yeah. I love that cartoon. Dude, that cartoon was amazing with Ter- Terry McGinnis. Uh, you know... Uh, uh, what's the theme song of that one? I don't remember, but... Uh, fun fact, do you know who plays the voice of the young Batman guy, Terry McGinnis? No. It was the older brother from Boy Meets World. Dude, here you go with your C-list celebrity knowledge again. Exactly, exactly. So, wait, uh, Corey's, Corey's older brother, Eric? Yes, Eric uh, Eric Matthews <laughs> plays... Uh, plays uh, the Batman guy from uh, in that cartoon. That's crazy. Wow, that's actually, I consider that a big win personally. Uh, let me let me explain to you why. You're an older brother, right? Your brother's younger I, than you? I am an older brother, yeah. You don't have uh, an older sibling, right? You're oldest? I don't, no. Okay, so I'm a middle, uh, and my, my younger brother's much younger. My older brother's three years older. So all growing up, and you're going to know this, too, because you would have done this as the older brother, but all growing up, uh, the older brother gets, like, first pick at what character they want to be. Yeah. And then the younger brother is, like, left with, you know, whatever's left over. So, <laughs> yes. So even if this wasn't necessarily, like, a spoken thing. But eventually, you just kind of assume the role of like, oh, you're Batman, yeah, okay, I'll be Robin. Or like, okay, you're the Red Ranger, okay, cool, I'll be the whatever of the Blue Ranger. So, you can be, be the Black Ranger. Well, <laughs> actually, my Ranger was the Green Ranger when he showed up. Uh, and then he left, and then I was the Blue Ranger for a while. Um, I didn't like the Green Ranger, but I did like the White Ranger. See, when here's the thing. He he was a Green Ranger, and I was like, yeah, he's cool. He's not. He's no Red Ranger, but he's cool. And then he left, and then he came back as the White Ranger. Oh man, I felt so cool. So that's one time when it worked out. But basically, subconsciously, I was like Corey Matthews. I can't be Corey Matthews, so I had to be Eric Matthews. I'm not going to be Sean. You had to be. You had to be your older brother's older brother in the Boy Meets World universe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because he's not the main character. I have to be whatever the secondary character is. So the fact that you're telling me that Eric Matthews actually did something really cool and was Batman and Batman Beyond, that's like a, a post-mortem win for me. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. <sighs> you made my day. <laughs> did you... Uh... Did you hear Elon Musk's rap song? <laughs> I, okay, here's the question. What's better, uh, R.I.P. Harambe, the Elon Musk rap song, or Old Town Road? Um, Old Town Road, because like, that song is earnest. Like, he's earnestly, like, making that song, and I can respect that. Although, like, the Elon Musk song is clearly a joke, although it really slaps. And I really like that song. <laughs> so you might play that today. Man, oh, I guess no. you said no hip hop. They don't want no rap song. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. What if it's Harambe song? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, yeah. No, I heard it and I was like, Elon, like, don't you have things to do, man? Aren't you trying to save the planet? You're trying to take us all to Mars, right? Focus on that. Um, 
what if, like, I should play at this wedding, I should play Lauren Hill and, like, really throw him a curveball. <laughs> He's like, ah, 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 it's, it's kind of rap. Ah. It, uh, no, they would 100% be like, I said no rap. That's true. Um, yeah, that Elon Musk song is good, man. Like, it took me by surprise. Like, it, it, it took me by surprise because, like, it, for a guy who's in his, 40s and wouldn't expect to really like listen to hip hop like it's surprisingly right. current of a song like it doesn't sound like a 40 year old guy making a joke a joke rap song you know well yeah but but I don't think he made the beat I don't think he's sitting there with Ableton like tapping in a, a <laughs> you don't think like, he's oh, got, what's, what? <laughs> you, don't, you don't think Elon Musk they're sitting at his home studio in front of some KRK monitors. <laughs> he's got the Ableton push. He's playing it in. He's he's got splice open. He's like, nah, I need a I need a, a snappier snare. Ah, you don't think you you don't think uh, Elon Musk has Omnisphere? <laughs> oh man, Yo, that, actually Elon, I prefer. I'm getting the Elon Musk sample pack as soon as it's available. I actually prefer to think that that's what happened. He didn't yeah, pay I, anyone. He just he just exactly. made it. Yeah, I think it's yeah for sure. Like I, I think it's much funnier and more satisfying to imagine him sitting down and making a beat. Oh like, man! Someone's like, "Hey, Elon, how's the music thing going?" It's like the song is good. I uh, I can't I can't get the 808s to sit right in the mix. The song is good though. <laughs> How how is that how is that even that you want pretty good? Over the phone it's better, yeah. Yeah. When you can't really hear my voice, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um also did you hear okay, so uh your did you hear your about your buddy Martin Shkreli? You said so. You still there? What? Yeah, I, did you hear about did you hear about your buddy Martin Shkreli? My why is he my buddy? Because <laughs> you know all the the scoops and all the the cool stuff about him. Okay, I know about Martin Shkreli, but I, we're not buddies by any right. means. I didn't know he was well, yeah. in prison. Oh yeah. So did, yeah, he's, so I, I, he's I read a headline. I read a headline saying he got thrown in solitary confinement because he was, like, running a business from prison. Yeah, like, from a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. The only thing the only thing I like about Martin Screlly is that he is just leaning super hard into, like, yeah, I'm a supervillain. Like, <laughs> let's, just, let's just do it up big. I'm a supervillain. What, what do you think his business was that he was running from his prison cell? Was he, like... What if you found out he was executive, he was executive producing the Masked Singer? <laughs> like that was that was the business he was running. No, uh, I can't decide if I would want him to keep going or not. Like America that's, needs another season. That's true. That's true. So Do you know what show up business he was running for Miss Jail Cell? Um, I, I don't know that it was this business, but I, I think his main thing has been pharmaceutical stuff. Cause that he's, he's the guy that like, I think it was a, a cancer medication. It was either cancer medication or an AIDS medication. But I want to say it was some kind of cancer thing. And he like bought this medication and then immediately jacked the price up like 200%. Uh, so people were immediately like, yeah, this guy sucks. Did they think he was just going to, like, just get away with that scot <laughs> Right. Nah, no one you know, but, yeah, so he did that, and then he's in jail now for, like, a bunch of fraud stuff uh, with his company. Oh, but you know about the Wu-Tang thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I know about the Wu-Tang thing. Yeah, like, that's... Like, you make people hate you already by, like, jacking up cancer medication. And then the people who haven't heard of you, <laughs> you go buy the one copy of a new Wu-Tang album and refuse to share it with the world. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Oh. 
What a dick. Uh, I feel funny, though. Did you see that video of uh, Omari Hardwick kissing Beyonce? Oh, I did. And a bunch of people uh, took issue with it. It it was weird because he, like, he gave her, like, a kiss on the cheek. And then he, like, did it again. And you're like, whoa, dude. He gave her a kiss on the cheek and then hugged her. And then he, like, did it again. You're like, okay, man. I get it, but you're trying real hard. And the second kiss, like, he's not slick. I saw, I, I, I was very privy to what he was doing. He, like, he kissed, her on the, he kissed her on the cheek, gave her a hug. Okay, fine. And usually the kiss on the cheek or the hug is one or the other. Like, right. you know, if you do the hug, okay, cool. If it's kiss on the cheek, usually you keep it fancy and you don't do, like, a full hug. So he's already over the line, right? <laughs> So he kisses her on the cheek, gives her a full hug with both arms, and then he like he he withdraws the hug and pulls back his face far enough for her to like start to resume regular facial position, and then like yep. and then leans back in for another kiss and plants it on not on her cheek but on the corner of her mouth. Right. So she like kind of ate his mouth. <laughs> Exactly. Do you know, like, man, that's, like, classic, like, I'm 14, 15 years old and, like, full of hormones and really want to tell this girl that I like her. And you, like, give, like, the, uh, you're like, can I kiss you? And she says, on the cheek. And you do that, like, that, like, on the corner of the mouth kiss to, like, let her know, like, hey, I want more, but I'm going to respect your boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking Every kid pulled that. Right. Yeah. Every yeah. Every guy looked at that and was like, "No, man, I know what you're doing." Yeah, that was crazy. And to do it right in front of Jay Z, crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's bold. It, is Jay Z the most powerful black man on planet Earth? Um. Probably right. I, I, no one else comes to mind. Well, I, I guess Obama, but he's out of power now. But he does have secret service for the rest of his life, so maybe it is Obama still. Yeah, but he's like still like windsurfing and stuff. Like that's he's <laughs> he's just hanging out at this point. Yeah, that's true. So like that's so bold. Like just man, right in front of Jay Z. That's crazy. Yeah. You think Jay Z had his firstborn son killed or something? <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. Like Omar, if it were Kanye, if that were Kanye and Kim, Kanye would definitely do that. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's get into some Kanye news. Uh, so, oh, what's the Kanye news? I don't think I know. I, mean, I think we, I think we should just make Kanye news a regular segment of the show. <laughs> it, 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 he does come up every week in some yeah. capacity. So Kanye uh, announced that he's taking his Sunday service to Coachella on Easter Sunday. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Are you excited about that? Uh, yeah. Um, it's kind of cool. Like, it'll be the official. Well, I guess it's not still not going to be broadcast, but it's like uh, the official unveiling to the world of, like, his new project, I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what he does with it. Yeah, sometimes for some of the Coachella performances they do stream them live online. I okay. would imagine I would imagine that they would stream that one too cuz it's such a yeah. it's such a um I don't know, it's such an event, you know. I yeah, there's so much buzz around it and everyone wants to see it cuz it's exclusive. <laughs> That's true. Like, this is a scenario where, like, I would go to Coachella to watch that and then leave immediately afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. Are you- Sorry, man. I don't want to inhale uh, a gallon of dust in 100-degree weather to watch Tame Impala. <laughs> I, I, will, I will inhale multiple gallons to see Kanye Sunday service. That's true. Um, but, yeah. Uh, also in Kanye news, um, Kanye has officially joined season 16 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians as a regular cast member. 
Oh, that's right. And now that I'm educated on keeping up with the Kardashians, I know that's a big deal. Yes. Uh, I think when season 16 wraps up, we should have uh, Jess, Jess Jarden back on and we'll talk about the madness that I'm sure is going to ensue over the next however many weeks. Yeah, he's been, like, not really on the show much at all, right? No. So he's kind of, like, here and there, like, as, like, a, you know, like a little featured thing. But now he's, like, a regular cast member, which means he does, like, the like the confessional interview things. Uh-huh. And I'm super excited to see those. Yeah, did it, it just premiered, right? Yeah, the first episode, I think, was last week. Okay. Yeah, and you haven't seen it yet? Not yet. No, I'm going to watch yeah. it. Uh, I've been seeing some of the clips, though, from his first uh, interview, and it, they, they are hilarious. <laughs> Did you hear what he said about, about The Incredibles? No. So he goes... Oh, wait, so, wait, wait. I heard something about it, but tell me. I think I know, like, half of it. So he's, like, he's doing the interview thing, and he's, like, talking to the, the interviewer guy who's off camera, and he's like, yeah, he's like, you know the whole reason why I wanted to do... Wait, what, what do you call this? An interview? Okay. Uh, like Kanye's never done press before. Uh, <laughs> he goes, what, "What do you call this now?" And it's like, it's like, it's almost like he's doing a Ron Burgundy bit, you know? Uh huh. What? What's your name? No, I don't know her name. What is it? Lanolin. <laughs> uh, any, anyway, Kanye's like, uh, Kanye's like, yeah. What, what do you call this? An interview? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The whole the whole reason I'm doing this is because it's like The Incredibles. Awkward pause, and then he goes, you know. The Incredibles, like, they start the movie doing these, and my wife has a big butt, and every day I feel like we're becoming more and more like The Incredibles, and we're going to be able to fly. And Kim is just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And that's the first, and that's day one, son. <laughs> we, got a whole, we got a whole season of Kanye talking candidly to a camera. I am very excited. That'll be highly edited for reality TV. This is going to be amazing. Yep. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. Oh, that's funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, man. You got any other uh, Let me see. Let me check my... No. Oh. Did you see that... Uh, did you see what happened with Jim Carrey this week? No. What happened with Jim Carrey? Uh, it was just on Twitter. Uh, so Jim Carrey does uh, art, like he does paintings now. Like he's, he's done this for a few years. Um, and he paints these, these really cool paintings, uh, and then he'll post them on his Twitter. And that's basically his entire Twitter. And it's very, like, political, anti-Trump uh, paintings. Um, and then he'll put some kind of cast in with it. Trump or, yeah. or what's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so he posted one and was talking about fascism. And he and there was a thing with Trump and he uh, said like, oh, it, since Trump like wants to be a, fasc- a fascist, uh, and, you know, ask Mussolini and his mistress how that worked out or whatever. And so it was like a picture of Trump and Mussolini and, and whatever. But he mentioned Mussolini. Uh, so then Mussolini's granddaughter is on Twitter and, and started up a beef with Jim Carrey and was like, hey, wow, uh, you better watch yourself, uh, blah, 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 and then listed off like a bunch of American crimes and uh, a bunch of terrible things America's done, which is funny, too, because Jim Carrey's Canadian. But only in 2019... Can Jim Carrey and the granddaughter of Mussolini get into, like, a, a huge Twitter war? It was amazing. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is funny that Jim Carrey's Canadian. She was, like, listing off all these American right. atrocities. And then also, like, also everyone else on Twitter was like, hey, should we tell her? Like, do you want to be the one to tell her? Like. You're Mussolini's granddaughter. You don't have a lot of room to to talk. That's really funny. Uh, uh, can I ask you a question that I'm sure 
a large majority of our audience is, is asking themselves right now? <laughs> yeah. Is she hot? Oh, oh, that's not what I was expecting. Uh, not particularly. Were, I mean, from the... You, what were you expecting? I was expecting uh, you wanting me to talk more in-depth about Mussolini, which I was actually worried about because I know not that much. Oh, no, I don't know. Uh... I don't know much about Mussolini, man. I know that that's a pretty cool last name. It is a very cool last name. Uh, he did a bunch of bad stuff and killed a bunch of people, though. So he's like he's like uh, kind of up there with Hitler. Like he's the second person you list, like Hitler and then Mussolini, and then like Stalin. He's he's I'm like one of those guys. I'm looking at pictures of her right now. Like, I think what's the verdict? Every Italian woman over the age of 50, like, has gone to the exact same plastic surgeon. <laughs> and they, they ask, they ask, they just go there and ask for the Donatella Versace. <laughs> right. I'll have what she's having. Yeah, it's, I mean, they all, they look like Muppets, man. Yeah. It's unfortunate. She looks like the, uh... I can't think of. I don't. I'm not a I'm not the Muppet guy. You know, I don't know all the Muppets. But uh, uh well, I am. Um, you're thinking of Janice, the Muppet. She's uh, <laughs> she's the bass player in Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. So, hold on, let me Google. Yes, she does look like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you Googled it. Uh, that's yeah, that's who you're thinking exactly of. What I was thinking of. That is hilarious. Yeah, that's exactly who that lady looks like. Uh, you no, know, you know, the irony is, is Janice the Muppet way hotter than Alessandra Mussolini, just for the record. Oh wow, I don't, I don't know who that's a, a bigger insult to her or you in the fact that you're attracted to a Muppet. Oh man, Some, you can find things attractive. <laughs> You've never, I looked, mean, you've, never looked, you've never looked at a car like, man, it's a sexy car. And, like, like gotten aroused? No, but, like, you just appreciate it's, it's like, aesthetic beauty. Oh, well, yeah, but I wouldn't call it sexy. Like, you've never, like, looked at a car and you're like, man, look at those, look at those curves. <laughs> that car is like the Incredibles, man. You never, you never looked at the car like, man, those curves, smells good in, smells good in here. <laughs> uh, I have not. Um, Remember when people used to put bras on their car? Yeah, that was a weird what, case. What was that for? I, I guess to like shield your car from bugs. That's the only thing I can think of. Because it doesn't look cool. It's like leather. Yeah, I think if, if if you see somebody, if you see a guy and he's driving a car with a bra on it, I feel like there's a 90% chance he's a serial killer. <laughs> and it's, there's a 100% chance that that car is a Mazda Miata. Yeah, I don't... What, like, what was the bra thing for? I have no idea what that was even for. It's crazy. It's crazy out here. It is. Maybe maybe all the maybe all the female cars got together and they uh they protested them. Like uh like the women's liberation movement in the sixties that they would burn bras. Yeah, but it was all like the female cars, like you know, from those Chevron commercials. <laughs> or from the cars universe, the the Disney Pixar cars universe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe maybe that's what ended it, is then Pixar being like, okay, so we're making this Cars movie. Do we include in this universe uh, bras on the cars, or should we not? Should we just not go there? And they went, no, let's let's not have that in the movie. This is a kids' thing. Yeah. And then and then from there on out, yeah. I don't like to imagine that the cars and the Cars universes have political ideologies. Well, let's, the, let's car, face it. 
faders is probably very uh <laughs> Mater's politics, politics are probably very problematic. He, if he, because he's very rusty, if he were to get a fresh coat of paint, it would be bright red. And then he would also have the words, make uh, Radiator Springs great again, uh, <laughs> sprayed sure. onto his hood. For sure. And he has one of those, like, American flag uh uh, stickers that goes on your windshield with like the blue line in the middle. <laughs> oh, so you, you know what that is, right? Uh, yeah. Because it's a it's a Blue Lives Matter sticker, right? Right. I saw one the other day. I get... It's what <laughs> you said. I said it's basically a swap sticker. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, okay, so hey. blue life Blue Lives Matter. And that, like, flag with the blue line in it. Well, okay, so Blue Lives Matter is obviously a response to Black Lives Matter and a misunderstanding of Black Lives Matter. And then making, like, what was a, hey, uh, let's can we disagree that Black Lives Matter? Then turning it into a, oh, well, so you hate cops. Well, no, I stand with cops. So total misunderstanding of... No, yes, it's not even ahead. a mis- misunderstanding. It's like the most asinine thing you could have. <laughs> it's right. not a response You're... to anything. It's a response to it's a response to white guys not having a thing to be hoorah about. Right. Well, right. they have a thing. We need a thing. Uh, black, no one treats cops like their lives don't matter, okay? <laughs> right. Right. So then the flag, that's like a, an extension of that. Something like, oh, we need a a symbol or something. But I saw one the other day that was uh, a Blue Lives Matter flag. It was a sticker on a car. And instead of, in place of where the stars go on the flag, it was a paw print, like from a dog. So like canine so what dog? I, like, like canine I guess. Officers? Yeah, like like dog cops. And I was like, what? You're, what? It's like, uh, it's, it was just. Uh, I'm gonna get one of those. I'm gonna get one of those stickers that it's like the the American flag with the blue line in the middle, and then instead of stars, it's gonna be like like uh, mechanical gears. So it's like uh-huh. RoboCops. RoboCops matter. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. That's funny. I think actually that's that's the way to win is just lean all the way into it. And like yeah. uh uh I'm trying to think of what the thing should be, but for like uh Die Hard. What's his, what's um uh Bruce Willis's name in that movie? John McClane? John, John McClane, yeah. Yeah, like John McClane Lives Matter. That's pretty funny. Anyway. Yeah, man. Just just drove by a guy vaping, so that's cool. Oh, you ask for a hit? Is that what it's called when you ask for like someone's vape? You, is it called a hit? I don't know. A hit, a puff, a uh, a cloud. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called a cloud. <laughs> hey man, can you spare a cloud? Hey, cloud, cloud me, bro. Yeah, that sounds right. Cloud me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, so. Speaking of, kind of speaking of, uh, I read this week that Walgreens in 1,500 stores, I don't know how many they have total, but in 1,500, which is a significant number, um, they're going to start selling CBD. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like psychoactive CBD? Wait, what is psychoactive CBD? Like CBD, like CBD-based products that like get you high, man. That have like. THC have you have you ever? No, just CBD, just straight CBD, not THC. Oh, 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 that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So just the CBD side of things. That's cool. I know. Uh, I feel like people that. Uh, yeah, I think CBD is cool. Um. I uh, I've, I've 
done it. I've done CBD. I don't know what the, I've tried CBD. I don't know what the, the terminal, I did a cloud of CBD. As it, yeah, you cloud. Yeah, you were like, hey, you went I to clouded some CBD. Right. You went, to Walgre- you went to Walgreens and you're like, they're like, hi, how can I help you? You're like, cloud me, bro. <laughs> um, no, you, I would say I've taken CBD because it's like any other, you know, substance. Like, I, I, you take Tylenol. You don't like, I've done Tylenol before. <laughs> What's the hardest like, stuff you've done? Uh, Tylenol PM, bro. I do I do Tylenol PM all the time. Yeah, no, you've taken CBD. I think is the way to say it. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, it's cool. Uh, it's relaxing, without like getting you high or anything. So, I don't know. I think the fact of that being much more commercially available is a good thing. Because uh, right now you, it's kind of it's harder to come by. Yeah. Are you plugging Charlotte's Web right now? What is Charlotte's Web? I don't know. It's like a CBD product that Pete Holmes advertises oh. all the time. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, now is a good time to pivot into this episode's sponsor, um, which is uh, my own. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a distributor for a, a CBD company, so if you go to mycbdgummies.com slash regular or slash Brandon Shaw, uh, that's the. Well, I, I, don't, I, don't get a, I don't get a cut here. <laughs> this is uh, specifically my thing. Um, uh, yeah, it's my my own plug. Dang, dude, you went rogue on me. <laughs> we should call this. We should call this episode weekly regular Rogue Nation. <laughs> or, or or Rogue One, a weekly regular story. <laughs> I'm super down for that. We really need to um, do a Star Wars deep dive because I love Star Wars. Yeah, didn't you say uh, uh, like a Star Wars thing is coming up? Yeah, the Star Wars Celebration. Uh, It's kind of like their own private Comic-Con, but specifically Star Wars. And then uh, they're going to release a new trailer. And, well, I mean, it'll probably be a, a... micro teaser but they'll probably give us the title of the the ninth movie that's coming out i think it's december it comes out in december yeah huh do you think this one will be good wow yes <laughs> i do i think that this will like all the other ones be good all right hold on hold on uh you thought last jedi was good it had some problem areas, but but it and it didn't it didn't quite it didn't go where I wanted it to go. But uh, eh. that's because it didn't I, go in. I, in your- <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, obviously the uh, the thin side story. Uh, that went nowhere. No, no, no character, no, no character went anywhere in that movie. Well, like so what I wanted, if you've ever watched, if you've ever wanted to watch a two hour movie where characters learn nothing and don't grow at all, that's the movie for you. <laughs> if you want, if you want so a two what, hour movie, if you want a two hour movie where all of the visual effects and fight sequences and cool imagery feels like pointless because the characters are exactly in the same position they were before the movie began, this is the movie for you. If, if, this movie's kind of like if at the end of the first Matrix movie, Neo, like, Neo, like, saves Trinity and, and Morpheus with the helicopter and stuff like that, and, you know, at the end of the movie, uh, Neo goes, I don't know, man, this really doesn't mean I'm the one. I don't think I'm the one. And they're like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> well, we'll have to find out. We'll have to find out with the last episode. We'll find out. Nah, man, we should have found out this movie. So, um, uh, I don't know. What, I, don't, I don't want to. can't say it was good just because there was a really ham-fisted Yoda cameo. Oh, I loved that. I loved it so much. 
That was the most off-putting thing I've ever seen in a Star Wars movie. And I've seen Jar Jar uh, Bink. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did you see, because uh, obviously Jar Jar Binks is a much-hated character. Uh, it was recently, like within a year ago, the actor who played him basically did some kind of interview and said, like, because of all the hatred the movie received and, like, how much personal hatred he received from people, he was, like, super depressed for a long time and, like, nearly uh, killed himself. That's, uh, I think George Lucas did the same thing. <laughs> no, George Lucas... I didn't, I didn't hear that last part. Sorry. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hello. Yes. Uh, sorry, I, I went through a stretch in the Malibu Mountains where I had no reception. Gotcha. But I'm back, and I have, like, five minutes. Okay. Uh, any, anything else? So we agreed the Last Jedi sucked. Anything else we need to talk about? Yes, we were talking about Last Jedi. Well, I think we yeah. we were saying agreement that that movie is great, and you were saying how much you loved it. The reception was kind of cutting out a little bit at the end, but that was the gist of it, right? Yeah, if if I loved it and it was great, you mean it sucked and was uh, a whole a literal holding pattern of a movie? Then yeah, then that's what we were saying. <laughs> okay, cool. It's cutting out again, uh, but pretty sure we're in agreement uh, that that movie's great. So. Cool. I think there's, there's uh, one other thing we can agree on is, hey, let's never do another episode over our phones like this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I this, think this has been the worst. Yeah, if uh, if you, dear listener, have made it to the end, thank you, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, no, this is not great. Uh, uh, you know who did make it to the end uh, is the person that I want to give a shout out to. Which is okay. Keisha. Oh, all right. Shout out to so, Keisha. Shout out to Keisha. Right. Uh, she, she binge listens to the episodes. Gotcha. I don't know what I, that means. Well, I saw her one day, and she had been driving, like, for hours and hours. And she was like, it's really weird to see you in person because I've been listening to you talk all day long. Oh, that's, that's kind of sketchy. That's kind of weird. No, I felt kind of like a celebrity. It was cool. All right, all right, that makes sense. Um, yeah, all right. Well, shout out, Keith. I don't, I don't really have any shout outs. Uh, shout out to uh Ryan Johnson for not sticking the landing of Star Wars: Last Jedi. It's cutting out again. Uh, it's it's really hard to hear what you're saying. Uh, repeat that one more time. It's fine. I think I think the people who needed to hear it heard it. <laughs> um, shout out to the Dallas Cowboys for re-signing Demarcus Lawrence. I know that means nothing to you. Yeah, but, uh, I have no idea. But it means literally everything to me. Um. Yeah, I don't. I think. Yeah, I think. I think I'm good. You good? I'm good. Uh, oh, shout I'm, out! Shout out to the people of Thailand for creating the best genre of food that there is. Oh wow! Yeah, the best. And see, we don't have time to unpack all of this, but no, we, we'll I, do I do it, love we'll do it food. Best. I don't know if I'm ready to call it the best. Oh, dude, it is the it is the best. If you, if you don't think it's the best, you haven't had good Thai food. I have had good Thai food. I've had amazing Thai food. Well, I don't know. Um. Where I so I'm in Malibu. I can uh, see the beautiful ocean. Um, the house that we're playing at is right on the on the beach. It's uh, really cool, but the load-in sucks. And uh, yeah, you're in San Diego, or not? Not yet. Not quite. I'm in like a. I'm in San Diego, but my the the venue is in like Point Loma, which is like the very southern tip of San Diego. So. So I'm almost in water. Yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of, but on the ocean. Uh, so, yeah. I'm almost there, but still have like an hour to drive. Oh, that sucks. 
Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, all right, well, uh, have a good gig. Thanks, And, man. uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, I'll holla. See you guys all next right. week. See you next week. Later. Bye.